0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments, you know, without sounding like a complete jerk? Careers are complicated and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast, a weekly advice show that takes your workplace dilemmas and offers you a better way forward. I'm your host, Laura McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Katie, AKA Music Kills Kate. I'm, you know, today I'm Music Kills Kate because I have a very special episode. It's always a special episode. And I say that every single time. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But today I have a first time guest and I don't know why it's a first time guest. I know it's crazy. I just, it just occurred to me, but I have one of my very close best friends. She is a third of the witches of WeHo and she's my music soul sister. I have Kristen motherfucking Doty in the house. This is my first time. I know. I know. I don't know. I mean, popping that cherry. It's like, I was like, I'm like, I gotta get Kristen on. I gotta get Kristen on. And then I don't know. It's just like, obviously I like had this, I had an idea for a podcast and it was like, Kristen needs to be on this time.
1: I don't know. I love that you just said when you intro about music kills Kate, (laughs) because that is your Instagram handle. And I always wonder, How many people out there are wondering what that's about?
0: No, all of them are wondering. I get asked on a probably daily basis, and I answer it every single time. And people are still wondering. And we're we're gonna talk about that later. You're gonna spill the beans and let them all know. Yeah, we're gonna let you guys know. And I'm I don't think I'm gonna regret it. I think it's time. Oh, I I think it's time that people find
1: out. They need to know like more inside of who Katie Maloney really is. You know,
0: and was. No, it is It's still, you know what? Because guess what? It was never a phase. So we are going to get emo tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Do you know? We're not going to get emotional. We're going to get emo in the sense of music talk because... It's a fantastic genre. And if it you don't know it, genre. you're about to get real close you're to it. You're about to get real close to it because it's also having, it's it's coming back. Everything old is new again. And guess what? It was never old to begin with because it was never a phase. Mom. Just kidding. My mom. That's just what people say. <laughs> but, you know, if, you, if you've been living under a rock, especially, there was like some news that came out a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. I don't like two <laughs> weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago there is a festival called when we were young that's when we were young i like yeah i guess we were young <laughs> i know i guess that is
1: true 20 oh, years it's been about 20 years since, kn-
0: since most of the, the been... major
1: heyday of emo okay.
0: yes so it's, it's, like, it's a festival in las vegas and it was announced as a one-day festival with like 60 artists and it is like some of the most iconic emo bands. Like we're talking like My Chemical Romance. Like Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Sunday, Confessional, Dashboard Confessional Paramore.
1: Um, I was going to pull the flyer AFI. up. But I think,
0: yeah, AFI thrice, I think even. Like Thursday. Ugh. I mean, some like. I, I was just
1: listening to Thursday the other day.
0: Who else? A day to Remember, The Used, Manchester Orchestra, Alkaline Trio. Uh, like just. Oh,
1: alkaline Trio, be still my main, heart.
0: Mayday Parade. Oh, wait, have you Silver seen scene. the main before? Yes. Oops. I have not
1: seen the main before. And we know our lovely bud, Jack Vanek, is such an emo girl in her heyday yeah. and is engaged to Jared from the main. And I've never seen the oh, main wow.
0: before. I mean, so I've I'm seen excited. I've seen Jimmy at World. I've seen Bright Eyes. I've seen, I've seen, I mean, I feel like I've seen so many of these, but not For so long. And in one day. In one day. So everyone started freaking out. There was like a rush of serotonin, obviously. we had a rush of
1: serotonin. Talk about our morning, the day tickets went on sale. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, they said that they had like a a presale that you could sign up for. So me, Kristen, and Courtney Berman were like, we're doing this. We are signing up for presale. So the morning of, we got a text. So I immediately just like clicked the link. I was like, I guess you can't be too early I click the link right away. You're in the waiting room for for
1: this pre-sale. It was very Coachella.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. And it was like eight or eight thirty, I think. And they didn't go on sale till 10. So I just like sat there queuing for this sale and, you know, and then 10 o'clock rolls around and I'm still queuing. We're all still queuing. We're going to text. We're like, whoever gets in, just get the tickets. We're going to, we're going to do the damn thing. 1045. I finally make it in and I'm like, boom, getting the tickets. I'm like panicking. Cause I'm like, what? Like they're in the cart and you have to fill out all this stuff. Then you, you, they send you to another page to read the terms and the conditions. But you got him first, which made us so happy them. that you
1: got in because I'm sitting there going,
0: I'm still not in. We're going to miss it. <laughs> I oh. know it was, it was panic. It was panic. It was panic, but we got them. But like the minute we got them, they're like another day. We're announcing another day. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We're still in the waiting room. You know, there has been a lot of controversy surrounding this, you know, because I I have my own thoughts on like why there's so much controversy. People are like, logistically, this makes no sense. There's 60 bands. There's three stages. First of all, I've looked on the website a thousand times. Nowhere does it say there's three stages. I was wondering about that too, because
1: I, I did not read that. So I wanted to ask you, speaking of the festival and the logistics, you're way more familiar with Vegas than I am. Are you familiar with where this is?
0: It's the, the festival grounds.
1: I mean, I've never been to a festival in Vegas.
0: I'm not either, but they've had festivals there. They've but nowhere
1: had... does it say three stages. No. It could it be says, six. Eight. It says it could be You
0: know what it says on the website? It says several stages. So you know what a few means? Three. Three. You know what several means? More. A shit ton. More yeah. than <laughs> more than a few. I would guess at least five. So, but people are saying for, if there's three stages and there's 60 bands, I've done the, I've done the math. It means that there'd be like this and like literally 12 minutes with no setup time. And then it's just like not possible. This is, this is Firefest. First of all, Firefest was on an island with no transportation, no lodging, no food. This, you're no in electricity. Vegas. electricity. They had to set everything up from scratch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're in Vegas. We're in Vegas. Yeah. So you know what? If all goes to shit, we're either there for the festival or we're there in Vegas. Like it's going to be fine people. But again, it doesn't say anything about how many stages. I looked, you know, for Warped Tour. There was eighty bands in a day. Eighty bands. Granted, you could go if it came to your city for multiple days. You could go multiple days. I never went multiple days. I did not either. There was seven stages, and and there was eighty bands. They did just fine. I went multiple
1: years, and they did just fine.
0: (laughs) I think what it is is that. This is like such a crazy lineup that we want to see so many bands. And we're a bunch of like millennials in our thirties and we're, we're fatigued. We're <laughs> no tired. Fatigued. Well, I'm like, I'm like, well, can we, can, like, can we spread this over a week?
1: Yeah. Can, can this be like five or six days? Cause can we need, we need, a na-
0: we need, yeah, we need like a, <laughs> we'll get up early,
1: but we need like a nap in between.
0: Yeah. Like, I think, I think people are just like, it's a little daunting to think that like, you know, damn. And also it's like, I was sending you in Courtney, I'm like, what's going to happen if I want to see this person, this person, and they're all playing at the same time. Like, yeah, there's going to be some tough choices. The logistics are only impossible because that's personal. The personal logistics are the only thing that's a problem. I think, you know what? I think
1: we just have to take the lineup and then decide who we don't care about seeing as much (laughs) (laughs) rather than who we want to see. Yes. And then if we split up, we split up.
0: I'll buy us all little tiles that way we have like our location. <laughs> yes. And and we'll be safe. 100%. You know, I just think there's just was so much negative attitude about this and I was just like, y'all are haters. And these are the same people that also want to gatekeep the whole like emo genre of things. They're just like, "Oh, you guys aren't true friends. You're too young to understand this." You're too, and I'm just like, "Listen, we cherish this music so much and it meant so much to our, you know, adolescents. We were teenagers. It was so you know, it wasn't mainstream music back then. Correct. So the fact that it is having kind of its moment in the mainstream in a younger generation are appreciating it on this level, I think it's something really kind of beautiful and I'm so happy about it. I love that Dashboard Confessional is going to play the Troubadour next
1: month and do like an album release party. Like people still, care. They care enough to want to hear this new music. That is exactly what you said. That is fucking amazing. Yes. Like bring this music back. Don't make us like seek into the vaults. Like it's kind of classic rock on its own. Yeah. I hope that in 10 or 20 years, you know, the bands that that are still young enough to keep playing can keep playing. Yeah. And we're not really going to get like new emo bands. And, and, you know, if people can tap into that sort of music and kind of keep it going? Like, why not?
0: Well, I think why would we a- want to
1: make why would we tell them no? I I agree with you. There's that
0: like little huddy kid who's like I a TikTok guy and I think he's he's on the lineup somewhere and people are like, what the fuck is he doing on that? I'm like, because he's relevant today. Yeah. It's got to, you know, just it they just, have to fill the space
1: and and they want everyone to want to come. Like music is a universal language. Is that yes. not why you, Katie, you and I love it so much? Yes. Everyone understands music doesn't matter what language it's in. Mm-hmm. It is like a love that gives to every ethnicity, gender, race, everything. Yes. So why can't mm-hmm. we all
0: just fucking love it i know and don't geek don't gay keep it don't gay, gay keep it from the younger generation don't say that you knew it better you saw it for, like shut up yeah i think something also why it's becoming kind of mainstream and also the the aesthetic of it all because let's take a look at some of these like very popular couples that are happening right now and it influential all, it all, AF. it all comes back to the Kardashians because Kourtney is dating Travis Barker, who engaged. was engaged about to marry. Oh, him. Yeah. Sorry. Engaged. Oh, how did I forget? I mean, yes, technically more in like the, you know, punk, you know, pop, pop, but, punk, but still rock. I mean, they're, they're right in line with all of that they, in, in that sort of like emo sort of you know rocker type
1: and in the years that we were like you know the 2000, 2001, 2002, all, 2002 blah blah blah.
0: It's all, it's all intertwined and then you know you got MGK and, and Megan. Megan Fox mm-hmm. and Pete Davidson isn't emo so it's, but he sure as hell looks like that right. kind of type. He looks like he hangs out with those people like yeah. he dresses that and, way. you know Addison rae has got her like rocker boyfriend I, you know they're like the new athlete let me just say when I got really into like the scene and the emo scene Band boys were the greatest gift to earth. That's all I ever wanted my
1: whole entire (laughs) life. As you can see with sort of my history of ex-boyfriends, I'm like skinny, skinny jeans. None of mine really had tattoos, but like when I was much younger, that is what I chased after. I was never a Jersey chaser. (laughs) I was a band boy chaser.
0: Maybe in in high school for, you know, while I was like a cheerleader. Yeah. But then once I graduated, it was like, give me. The you know skinny guy with the skinny jeans, and the the hair the hair with like maybe a lip piercing and some tattoos. yeah,
1: sexy as fuck.
0: Hi, let's bring Hello. it back. Let's bring that back. The gift that keeps on giving. Like Tom, do you want to dye your hair black and pierce your lip?
1: He'll wear a fake <laughs> piercing for you for sure, and he'll <laughs> let you dye his hair any color you want. <laughs> um,
0: you want to get mired,
1: and he already has a tattoo of you on his ass, so. <laughs> oh
0: God. He's like a third
1: of the way there. Yeah. We need some skulls <laughs> and some. I'll get him some like press on tattoos <laughs> and you can have an emo boyfriend <laughs> for one night.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need to go to, and then we need to go to some like grungy venue to see some
1: obscure band. Go, like Yeah. Like on the rocks or like Viper room. Yeah. Um, go out for one night, put him in black skinny to jeans. Drink Jack Daniels. Yeah. Jack on the rocks, revisit, nonetheless.
0: Revisit my youth. <laughs> Have a scratchy voice and smoke a sweet dreams ch- chocolate flavored cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, <laughs> but anyway, I'm just really happy about just emo being relevant again today because I'm so excited. For it this makes possible. me feel cool. Yeah, it makes me feel cool because it, my the music that I listened to back in the day wasn't cool. My brother Joey, he was listening to like rap music, hardcore, the whole thing. While I was really into this, and he like would make fun of me. And then something happened. He moved to LA. All of a sudden, like boom, skinny jeans, Converse, hi. We like the same music. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. Your
1: brother actually texted me last week when I went to the Third Eye Blind concert and said, oh my god, you went. Blah blah blah. We started talking about when we were Young Fest. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we're going. We are coming, sweet. Oh, they are. That's what he said. Oh. Well, I don't know which day me. because now they've released tickets multiple days. So I hope we don't miss anything on day 1, but I don't think uh, we will. I don't think we will. I don't
0: think we They're will. They're not going
1: to have like a hologram of someone like pop down like Dude, Coachella.
0: What's your what is like your all-time favorite emo band? band Taking from back that era. Sunday and Dashboard. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Hands down. I can't
0: yeah. pun intended,
1: band. hands down.
0: <laughs> But yeah.
1: those were the ones, like, I know every word to every song. But I had my moments. Like, when you said Alkaline Trio, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I was obsessed with Matt Skiba yeah. when he did his, like, own acoustic thing, too. So I feel like I'm, I'm going to relive a lot of emotions and, like, remember bands that I kind of forgot that I loved so much. Yeah. I think that's going to be the most fun part. And also looking forward to the ones that I still listen to every day.
0: Yeah. Mine was... Definitely like my Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. That's you you're know, a little bit know, younger than me. I know that's like, but like then you know. But I love like Jimmy World, AFI, the used oh, Jimmy World. My like very the used.
1: Not like my actual first concert. Were like my biggest memory of an emo concert. I'm like young, like 18 to 21, and I was going through a horrible breakup, broken up and broke as fuck. And my best friend from back home bought me tickets to Taking Back Sunday in Jimmy World. And we had yes. like third row tickets. Oh God, with, Like the, She could definitely not afford, but she just knew that that was the way to my heart and the way to like, let me cry all night and scream <laughs> these lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And the next day it was like, ooh, she back. Let's go, let's go out bar hopping and find a new
0: boy. It's emo for a reason because the lyrics were just straight from the heart. And Chris, I remember us bonding- well, I mean, we bonded already, but like laying on my apartment floor of like the first apartment that Tom and I had together, and I, just like I remember this all night. night long, just like on YouTube listening to all the songs and like singing along and just like
1: <sighs> I mean, literally like six to eight hours. I remember this night. I can picture it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. We're and jamming. then and then we went to Taking Back Sunday at the Troubadour when they did the, the acoustic. acoustic show. There's just like nothing like that when it's like when especially when it's something when it's music that really makes you fall in love with music when you're just like wow like this is speaking to my soul I mean listen I loved
1: melodically lyrically e- everything e- exa- so basically we're urging all of you if you're
0: not in the emo world or you are judgy of it just give it a little shot yeah. give it a chance listen honestly listen to our friend Matt Cutshaw he he's like has this whole thing like emo's not dead he's he has a emos not like a cruise that's sold out and he coffee he's got coffee sweatshirt. he's got merch i've worn i've worn the merch on vanderpump rules and it's it's amazing and he has this whole like alter ego of like emo matt but he has a playlist on spotify it's the emos not dead spotify and it's it is amazing so if, if you're not familiar with anything of what we're talking about and you want to just revisit some like angsty teenage whatever or even right now you just want to, to get some feels out yeah we all feel feelings guys like just give it <laughs> a shot Trust turn us. it on when you're alone in your car or cleaning your house and blast it and like it's gonna it's gonna change your life I mean just say yeah and
1: it's not just like sad songs no everyone happy
0: no it's not it's, it's it's
1: really not it's feel it's feels but meaning it's like upbeat there's like some serious rock
0: no, but just it, trust us. It, I mean, there I mean, let's face it. There were some mainstream, like All American Rejects. Everyone knows that. That is still technically in the vein of some emo shit right there. Um, They had songs on the radio, but you know, because that's where my love of like music and going to shows and it was no longer pop music, mainstream music. It was like, oh my God, these are, these are bands that I love and music I love. And I can go see a show with like tiny, in a tiny like little venue and multiple bands a night and, you know, and it, and just be so close to this music and be, I just fell in love with that world. And it was the whole entry, like entry gateway into like the whole like indie music scene of it all, like independent artists and people, like people that would travel around the country in like a 16 passenger van style. And like. You are, you are my like
1: indie music, like queen. <laughs> if I'm feeling like I need to tap into some new music I just call you and I'm like, what are you listening to right now? And usually, like 80% of the time, I don't even know anyone you're telling me. And I think that's why your taste in music, you're so exploratory and you always have been.
0: Pardon the interruption, it's time for a break. Let's pop a bottle and talk about wine. So I'm sure you've all seen me post about my favorite clean wine brand, which is Avaline. I've been talking about it on this podcast for some weeks now, but I'm truly genuinely obsessed with it. It is so delicious. I just love it. So it was founded by my girl, Catherine Power and her friend, Cameron Diaz. They are amazing for creating this incredible wine brand. But one day they got together like girlfriends do for a glass of wine and they did something I don't do when I'm drinking wine is they questioned, what are we putting on our body? And they found that wine is one of the most unregulated industries in the world and there could be up to 60 Chemical additives in an average glass of wine. Yikes on bikes people. I don't like the sound of that. I don't know if you do either Avaline is transparently produced. They share all of their ingredients and nutritional facts So you can make the best decision for yourself. They keep unnecessary additives out of their wines like colors concentrates and added sugars they're made with 100% organic grapes and my favorite part is all of Aveline wines have zero grams of sugar per glass. So the whole mission behind Aveline is just to create clean, delicious wine accessible for everyone so you can feel confident knowing what's going into your glass and you can feel good drinking it. And guess what? It is so delicious. I just love it all. I am a big fan of the red wine, personal favorite of mine. I always make sure I have plenty on stock, I like to stock up, you know, try their wines for 15% off when you use code KDM15 at drinkavalin.com where you can get any of their wines or pick up a bottle at a store near you. Again, that's 15% off when you use code KDM15 at drinkavalin.com where you can try any of their wines or pick up a bottle at a store near you. All right, let's get back to the show. But that's when I was just like, I want to work. A record label, <laughs> and you and kind yeah. of did. You well, interned. Okay. Well, this is one of my favorite stories about one of my favorite bands. So when I, I interned at Warner Brother Records in two thousand ten,
1: you were working at Sur, I remember and I was working
0: at Sur at the same time. So as you were
1: busting your ass going back and forth, would, and it was so intense. No, I would literally,
0: I I interned like I think almost every day, or like every. Uh, yeah. several times a week. And in at Warner Brothers Records in the A and R department. So they had Warner Brothers Records and Sire Records. Sire was kinda like their more like indie label, it like a I don't know what you call it, like sub label. Yeah, the like sub label. Yeah. And in Craig Aronson, who was like the head of A and R there, he's unfortunately passed um some years ago. Legendary. Legendary. But I I had the pleasure of getting to like intern under under him. But I mean, he'd signed like Jimmy World among like a billion so of incredible bands, people. Yeah. And that summer, My Chemical Romance was releasing their like last album that they did. And I got the pleasure of transcribing lyrics, which basically meant I got to sit and listen to the album over. I don't over... think I knew that. Yeah, I got to sit and listen to the album over and over and over and like type out the lyrics that they put on the CD pamphlet. That's so For fun. everyone to read. So I got to listen to the music before I came out. And I was like, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. And I would Wait, tell. did them. you ever have a moment? Like, I need to know this. Did you ever have
1: a moment? Because I truly didn't know that about your internship. I don't remember that. Yeah. Did you ever have a moment where you were like, shit, I can't understand that word. Because <laughs> yes. they eat, because kind <laughs> of, especially during that time, emo <laughs> it was a lot of talk, like my sh- y- yeah like
0: wine instead of mine fast tangent if you ever go on like <laughs> tiktok <laughs> there's always like the when they're doing like tutorials of like how to like sing lyrics in an emo talk no way they, you say you don't say my ed you say my ed ed tonight <laughs> tonight
1: <laughs> I can't imagine transcribing that and being
0: like... Yeah, there was there was a little bit of a dialect in which they would sing in emo, but we loved it. You're we well-versed in the
1: dialect of emo. Yeah,
0: but no, and, and Gerard Waite did... He, sometimes, yes. And I would literally get so frustrated, like throw the headphones off and like ask the other interns. I'm like, can anyone understand what he is saying right now? They're like, yeah, it's battery. And I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Battery, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So anyway, but I was so 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 excited, and I remember telling Craig just you know just how much I admired him and what he did. And I mean, I was I wasn't ass kiss, but I was just genuinely so excited, and I wanted to make the most out of my internship there. I mean, I had to, I had to go re enroll in college in <laughs> to order do, to, to do the internship. Yes. Yeah, Uh, didn't go to college, but I had to just like re enroll and pretend that I was going to college. And I was telling him just like how big of a fan of Mike Kim I had been in for so many years and he's like oh well you know they'll be around and I was like okay and you know cool. what I was like yeah like, Craig was right they're, they're I, still around no 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 meaning like they'll be around in the office and I was like oh I was like oh cool yeah yeah no I'm I mean I'm like listen I'm not crazy I'm just saying I'm just saying like I really have just like admired their work I like was trying Wait, to did dial you ever see them in the office, girl let me I'm getting there so so one day, I mean, my, my job was like, yeah, that was transcribing lyrics. But other than that, it was like, can you run this down to like this office? Can you run this down? Can you order lunch? Can you go get my car? It was like, my tasks were pretty like that. So then all of a sudden it was like, Kate, like the phone rings, Katie, can you in my office? I was like, sure. I thought maybe it was a lunchtime. He wants to me to go get his like sandwich or something. So <laughs> I come in there, I go in his office and I was like, Hey, what's up? What do you need? And he's like, he, like motions to like the in like the inner part of his office and i turn around and it's like all of the band of my chemical romance holy shit and i was like oh <laughs> and i was like your face uh, you're actually blushing right now while um, you're telling the story I just, your cheeks
1: are bright red <laughs> it's
0: and i was like ah oh. and he's like hey katie so this is these are the guys this is like and i was like oh oh my God. And like, and he's like, Katie's like a really big fan. I was like, I don't even get to be cool right now. I, <laughs> I don't I don't get to just like see them in the hall and be like, what's up? You know, like I like, it's just, I'm being put on blast right now. And I was just like, oh my God, it's like really nice to meet you. I'm working on the lyrics <laughs> right now. And like, sweetest, nicest guys possible. And he's like, oh yeah. And like, her brother's photographed you guys before. Cause I told him like, that my brother had photographed yeah. her. Um, Do your all-
1: listeners know like Joey's, your brother, Joey's like... We've,
0: I was talking about my brother. My brother used to photograph for like Alternative Press magazine, which was like the coolest like indie music magazine possible. So he got to go to so many shows and photograph some like really incredible bands for Foo so fighters. many years. Like, I mean, like both, yeah. He, he, he would get like photo passes to go to like everywhere and he would, you know, get his photos in magazines. It was incredible. pretty dope. But yeah, so that was when I met My Chemical Romance. And I... Just could barely keep my cool because I was just like. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I would
1: even have words. I would just be like, hi, hi. Yeah. I met the used. Do you remember that I met the used? I dated the drum tech. Oh yeah. Remember back in the day and he was the drum tech for the used and 30 seconds to Mars. Or I think he was, he was for one of the other band, but he went on tour with that band with both bands. And I went Mm. to the doctor's office with all of them. Well, so they could get so their. Weird. He was just like, do you want to meet the band? We have to go get all these vaccines in order to like go overseas to Japan and Australia. This is back in, you know, 10, 15 years ago or something, 15 years ago. And so I like go into this tiny little doctor's office in the Valley and there's the used in 30 seconds to Mars, just like getting ready to get their doctor's appointment down. And I I didn't have words. I just, I was like, oh, hi, it's so nice to meet you. And inside, I'm like, please be my best friend. Please be my best friend. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck. What do I do? What do I do? But I kept my cool too. Yeah. Because it was awkward.
0: You know, as much as you want to like explode out of your skin and be like, I <gasps> I listened to you.
1: You know, because it's just. Because what's the response we're going to get? You know, Thank you. <laughs>
0: but you don't want to pretend like, who are you? Because that's like not cool to do. Like it's, you don't look cool when you no. pretend like you don't know who people are. They clear, you We're know? here to admire the music. Like yeah. they work so
1: hard to and like create these amazing listening pleasures for us.
0: Yeah, 100%. I can't believe I didn't know that story. How have I not told you that story? I I feel like I tell everyone
1: that story. I truly don't remember and I feel like it would have stuck with me because now it's going to be in my heart
0: forever. And I'm going to think about it when we see my chemical (laughs) at... When we were young, fast. Same. I'm going to think about That's All I didn't <sighs> know about. I was like, well, I was like interning. I was just like, also while you're there, they're like, they want you to be like on the music blogs and on MySpace, oh, MySpace. And emo heaven. The emo heaven where, you know, that was born and be like trying to look for new artists. Because if you find someone that's really, really great, they want to know, you know, so like, you're kind of like the, the ears. You were working the, your way up the totem pole <laughs> as an intern because- essentially what you, that's what you wanted. Yeah. To do. And I
1: would like literally like, you burn, wanted to go scout bands and yeah, you were really would, good at it. I
0: would like literally burn CDs and give them to the A&R people and be like, you should listen to this person. You should listen to this person. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, I wasn't shy. I wasn't intimidated. I was like, I just want to do a good job here and I want to learn. And that's when I was like, I'm going to just do my music blog. So <laughs> this brings me to music kills Kane. Which I don't know. Back then, so, there were
1: a lot of blogs on YouTube. Were there?
0: Yeah, this was this there was were. like this was when it was a kind of like starting. Like there was, you know, the the OG vloggers of YouTube were like kind of kicking off. And my friend Tony there, mm-hmm. who I worked with on like web series and stuff, he was like, "You should do like a music blog, vlog. We call them a vlog, video, video yeah. blogs, and talk about like music and, and interview bands." And I was just like, "Oh my god." brilliant genius and he gave me you know the idea to call it music kills kate and so that was your video blog back in
1: the day how did you find these bands that you were interviewing on
0: mu- other music blogs but like or- how did you
1: contact them because we didn't have like an instagram back then to like dm someone
0: and be like hey you're a band I'd on like to- their whatever their profile
1: was yes. on myspace or like on youtube I'm just curious.
0: Well, whatever don't... their whatever like there was Bandcamp, there was Last FM, there was. And Facebook. you just found the way, yeah, because I would a follow lot of them, you. A lot to of these. them was on Facebook, so I would, I whatever their like platform was on, and I could contact them if there was an email, if there was a profile, I would literally just hit them up. And so I had this idea, yeah, to to interview bands like a VJ style, but like. <laughs> more raw. Carson Daly, step on over. I wanted to, that was like, I wanted to be a VJ so bad. So here comes Music Kills Kate. And you guys, these videos are on YouTube. I'm surprised as many times as I said like I have a music blog. I had a music that no one is like gone to google and been like music kills kate and because this this shit would pop up i'm sure i don't know y'all go on youtube and just type (laughs) in music kills kate she
1: still has her channel up i looked at it this morning
0: they're cute i did like music mashups where i talk about some like songs that i'm really into that week from different artists and but then i do interviews and Kristen. Was like my road dog with me to these interviews. I mean, we went. I went to practice spaces in the middle of the valley to go meet a band who had never met before. Maybe, probably <laughs> not the smartest idea, but whatever. I had someone with me, and I would just talk to them about like their musical influences. Had no fear and though, back memory. then, it was just like this is going to be so fun and cool. Yeah, and I, I don't even know what I what we used to film it on.
1: I I'm trying to remember what, when I was rewatching a few of them over the last couple of days. I feel like it was one of those like quick shot, like Canon cameras. Remember they were like shiny and like cool looking and you could like record video on them because it definitely wasn't a phone. It
0: wasn't a phone. No, I didn't have an iPhone then. Mm
1: -mm, It was not, this was
0: pre-iPhone. This was like 2000. And it wasn't
1: like one of those big handheld camcorders. I feel like it was one of those little Canon, like quick shot where you can like take pictures and videos and it has like a little SD card in it or something.
0: It was some, yeah, it yeah, was, something. it was, I think it was just, it was strictly for video.
1: Yeah. and we, was, But there was no lighting. No,
0: no. No microphone. And I remember we went to, I went to backstage after a show and shot people, interviewed with people. And I went and one time we met someone behind a restaurant in like Los Feliz and where else? Like, but the bands were so excited to talk to you. Like they were, I mean, like, I wasn't yeah, anyone, well, but like they were just down to like, let me interview them for my like little channel. Yeah. And I mean, and I don't, I mean, I kind of like stopped it after some time. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why. It
1: might've been when the show came around, like meaning you just didn't have time anymore.
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. There was definitely like probably a reason or I don't know, but (laughs) I've I've definitely teased the idea or thought about like, what if I just like started doing this again? It was fun and I enjoyed it. And you're really good at it. I mean,
1: I love you weren't shy and you had such a good connection with them and you clearly why you have a podcast because you were great at just sort of like vetting questions and and kind of feeding off the people that you're speaking to and kind of knowing where to go with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I like talking to people. I like asking, you know, especially, especially when I'm like fan of music or, you know, just I liked being in that world. Mm -hmm. I, I loved being surrounded by those types of people, those kind of creative type. And then like in music
1: supervision, I'm sorry, you killed, like you did a whole movie, like an entire feature film.
0: So so yeah, when I was interning, I would, I would kind of sub in, in the music publishing department and I met a woman who worked there and I kind of got interested, interested in the world of like music publishing and doing like basically placing music in films and all that. And I was like, oh my God, there's someone that like does this for a living like there's music supervisors. There's people that get to pick the music that they put in films. So like they get to make the the movie come to life. Yeah, and they I'm get a to watch
1: this scene and like decide what feeling are you going to feel. Yeah. And
0: I was like, I would be so good at this because I'm very like audio, like visual, and I'm very mm-hmm. like. Because think about every movie you yes. watch.
1: Like I don't know. if Some people actually don't think of that once in a while. That if you're for me, I'm watching a scary movie, right? If I put it on mute, that movie's not as scary. No. A Disney movie is happy because the music's music happy. Everything. It's, it is
0: all of the, it
1: emotes everything.
0: Yeah. So Kristen's movie that she did, it was, what, what season was it? Season one or
1: two? It was season one.
0: Season one, Blood on Canvas. I got to do all the music for it. I got to do, I got to be the music supervisor on it. And so I went, I was building my own catalog of like music with like artists that I had met that were independent artists who can I was we, just, can we talk about one of them? <laughs> I think we should. Aquafina. <laughs> I'll say it. Like found out years later that it was freaking Aquafina.
1: Her name was Nora and she was... Well, her, her name is Nora. I'm sorry. Her name is Nora, but the she was called Big Tricks or her
0: group yes, was called so,
1: Big Tricks. Yeah. She had this, which I cannot find that music anywhere now except on the movie. I it's have it so on like an
0: old computer somewhere. I, had, I still have it's it. It's so
1: flipping good.
0: But yeah, I mean, I had found her on... One of these like music blogs where people or the artists can upload their music. And I found her and I was just like, I would love to be able to use your music for a film that I'm going to be <laughs> doing music for, music supervising for. And she was so good. i am I'm, I even <laughs> like found so old, wild. I found old meme emails from her where it was actually really sweet. I was like, oh my God, we really. Did we become best friends? But we didn't talk really after that. Mm-hmm. And then also my friend Chris, who is his music producer, but he also does like composing and everything like that. So he wrote some like original score for it. But I mean, I didn't have software to like actually plug in the music. So I had to sit there and like write down time coding and like where to like cue up the songs and like this song should start like at this time and it yeah goes i mean you this, guys i want to i want to like insane. katie's being
1: so humble right now because i want to paint you this picture in her apartment sitting there with a they the producers <laughs> no, of the it. movie gave her a time-coded dvd so she'd like slip this dvd into the dvd player this is not streaming days like on and my then, computer and just like yeah or yeah on your computer and like
0: watch it and then oh, no, literally i would, I would put pause it, it i would put it yeah, no. I put you would it, pause and then write down this song from. Because I would play the music over. It. I'd like kind of watch it, like with the, the the sound really down, and I'd watch the music it was over like, it. Play pause, play pause, play pause, and put. And not songs. only did
1: you have to time code the movie, so from you know twelve o one to twelve o five on the film, the the same you had to do for the song,
0: the tracks. Yeah, it was so it was, much work. It was, and
1: you did an entire flipping feature film with a pen and paper.
0: Yeah, I probably it was probably Kudos a dumb idea. I probably could have just downloaded some software and <laughs> <laughs> done it all in there, but I don't know what the hell I was doing, you know. And, and it probably would have taken more time to figure out how to learn the software than it did to just like go old school with it. When you were like 25, yeah, say you were a baby, but you know, I'm really so proud cool. of it. I'm really proud so of cool. how it came together because I I found every piece of music that went in there, I found every piece of music, and honestly, that was. Like the best part of the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Look, I'm proud of it. It was my first lead role, but you know, know, it's not like the best film you've ever seen. It's an indie movie, but the music is
0: epic. It was cool because it was all like original music and it was all blood on canvas. You can find it on all platforms. Go ahead and and run to to Anna, listen to Katie's work. I mean, but so yeah, when people like constantly ask like, when is this music kills Kate? It's like, I know it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't have anything to do with what I'm doing now, but it. I'm so attached to it and so connected to it because it is still so much a part of like my life and my legacy. <laughs> no, and who I am and like, where, like what Music I've done. Music Kate is a legend. I, like, I'm really proud of it. It's like, like, again, I know I've done a lot of things and maybe I don't have a whole lot to show of those things, but I do, But to me, they they mean a lot. It It really matters to me, those things that I've done because it's proven to me that even though I didn't have the knowledge and the education to do it, I did it. I did the, all the music for a whole film. Yeah. I didn't go to school for that. No, I that's why I didn't know what I was doing, but I fucking did it. I contacted
1: Look, I'm musicians. looking inward I right now. to the now composer. When, I mean, you did just it. said that, and I'm like, just because you don't have the education to do it and just because you don't have the lessons doesn't mean you can't just go out and do it, Dodie.
0: Sit with a pen you know? and paper in front of it and just yeah. do it. You know? Yeah,
1: people, just do it.
0: <laughs> and then, so yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't want to change in my handle because I'm just like.
1: Never change I'm it. I'm
0: attached. Never change it. And music's like always going to like
1: run through your veins. Yeah. Yeah. And it is proven because there is a we, when we were young festival that we never <laughs> saw coming.
0: I wish Music Hills Cake could cover the when we were young festival as like a correspondent. I don't know what that means even. I'll bring my camera. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could get some interviews. Okay. Yeah. I have like
1: a, I have a, a little like video. I have like a vlog camera, even we though I never have a We also have iPhones now. That's true. <laughs> we do have iPhones that are probably even better.
0: <laughs> but seriously, if anyone, if you get real curious, it's funny when I watch it back because I had, my accident was like a year before that. And I had to wear a flipper because I lost teeth. My bottom teeth. I don't know if
1: everyone knows what a flipper is.
0: Okay. Well, when you lose teeth... <laughs> you have to like let some amount of healing happening for sw- swelling because I had implants done. So before I could get all this t- dental work done, I had to wear basically a retainer with teeth that attached to it. think like toddlers and tiaras, <laughs> but like not <laughs> the full denture situation. Like, I had a hole in the like not like I had like teeth missing. So I had to wear like kind of basically like a retainer with fake teeth that like filled it in and like, you can totally see it. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you couldn't tell when you had it in but well, the reason is it do they call it a flipper because you can like flip it out of your mouth yeah. with your tongue yeah basically cool
0: <laughs> I don't know but I, I mean I can tell TMI. I can tell that it's there also because the lighting is weird and uh, like, I, like like my haircut's so funny like I don't know I mean, your haircut was so cute back then I mean, I mean, not funny but I mean it's just like oh. I just I just oh, look the times. So, I just look so different yeah uh, I look like a little baby
1: I feel like I probably do too I don't know
0: I don't know, and the way oh, I, I edited my videos so cute. I don't know. I like did like little jump cuts, and, stuff. and you always do like an intro in the beginning. And I've done some shit, man. Yeah, I've
1: that's the legacy and the legend of Music Hills, Kate. What's up? Bringing <laughs> bring it back. Coming to you, October
0: 2022. <laughs> Music, the the yeah. reinvention of Music Hills, Kate. I think Music Hills, Kate should should make a a pitch needs return. to make a comeback. She should make a comeback. Emo's back. Music Hills Kate. Music Hills Kate and Emo are just, I feel like synonymous. The names, like everything go together. Yeah. Let's make it I happen. I feel like she should really, you know, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Again, if anyone has no idea what we're talking about. We urge you to, to go get on, on Spotify. Emo, get on Spotify. Listen to a little AFI, Black Sails in the Sunset. Mm, taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. And Taking Back Sunday reminds me of one of my ex-boyfriends. I don't mind it though. I used to listen to it all the time, but like he used no, to play like, it on not the guitar. Of course, I had a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> has anyone ever written a song about you? Yeah. Well, the first
1: my boyfriend that taught me to play guitar is the one who introduced me to all of that emo
0: music. Yeah, I had a song written about me. Tom Sandoval wrote a song about me. What? <laughs> oh my God, what's it called? How does it go? I don't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to like, was it dig. a love song or was it like, yeah, Whoa. it was a love song. Yeah.
1: No, this, it was not
0: a so it wasn't a hate song. <laughs> what, I mean, like, was it a breakup song?
1: No, this was like in the early aughts, like the early days of our relationship when, oh my God, what was that fucking once when once came out the oh, movie and like falling slowly was like yeah. a really big song. It was like during those times and he and I were like playing guitar together and You know, we were, listen, y'all, Tom and I were good for like a good year and a half, at least of the six years we were together, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah. He's found his
1: happiness now, but we definitely had like a good year and a half run where we were like best friends and, and music lovers. And I think that's, you know, what I love about Tom so much, but yeah, he wrote a song about me. I just don't remember anything about it right now. Oh my God. But the ex-boyfriend who taught me to play guitar and, and introduced me. To all of those emo bands wrote a lot of songs about me and like taught me a lot about that. He was like three years older than me. So right when I graduated high school, 2001, I was already into it. But like post, you know, two oh two, two thousand three, 2003, et cetera, when it really blew up, I was like, oh, this is my music now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then cut to like, you know, 2021, 20, 2022, and you have Chris from Dashboard sending you wine and we're DMing and it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. No, in a, in a fun, friendly <laughs> okay. way, oh. you know, in a fun, friendly way, he's married, but don't, like don't, in a fun, oh, friendly I'm, way, it's, it's wild to think that these people that we hold on such a pedestal are like even slightly available to us to speak to.
0: Yeah. Oh, Because my of God. our platform.
1: Like, I just, it's still like, I'm getting red now. Just I mean, that's thinking. That's how I felt about Lance excited. Bass.
0: Oh, totally. <laughs> when I was like 12 and I was like, I can't go to the concert. And now I'm like, Lance is like, you're I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's, it's wild. wild it, is, it is incredibly strange. I got to FaceTime with the drummer of Newfound Glory and I was like, what? Dead. Because one of my friends, Ryan, who I've known since I was like, in sixth grade he's been he's been on the podcast and he's in he's played in multiple bands he's in a band now and he's friends with him so when he came and did my podcast afterwards he's like we well, face time and i was like oh okay fine sure he knew Holy who shit. he knew who i was, which was really cool <laughs> i know i know so i was like oh my he looks the best and i told him he's like you gotta come to a show sometime i was like is that an invitation. <laughs> okay. Well, I like to end, end the episode with the rage text of the day. Do you have a rage text of the day? I don't think so. The last rage text was between Jax
1: Taylor and I, but now <laughs> then I blocked him. And then when I unblocked him, I realized he still has me blocked, even as of last night at Brittany's birthday party. Blocked by Jacks. Blocked. I am now blocked by Jacks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like on a personal level. Yeah.
1: Yikes. For like absolutely no reason, but it's still fine. But that's yeah. That was like, and that was just Jacks and I acting like you know, well, him acting like a five year old, and I'm sure I was too.
0: But <laughs> I'm I'm really good at not rage texting anymore. Like, but you don't have to. I'm not saying like actual rage text, but I'm just saying, is there anything like it like in the world that, that's pissing you off? Yeah, like if I
1: could rage. Text. Yeah, like
0: I don't know. I want to rage text my you know the hole in my ceiling. Oh yeah.
1: I kind <laughs> of, I shit. kind of want to rage check the hole in your ceiling too to be honest. Oh, <laughs> our
0: balcony <laughs> leaked through into our kitchen and we have a hole. The big one. It's been we have two holes. <laughs> it's just It's, it's been it's like 2 weeks. Basically the whole ceiling is exposed. It's been a sometime. And your balcony is completely demoed and now. the balcony is demoed. Because
1: climate change is real and we do have a shit ton of rain in California all of a sudden and
0: we don't know that we have issues with these kinds of structural things oh, until the rains <laughs> I know what I want to rage text about okay. I want to rage text about coyotes oh there we go that's a good one I
1: want to rage text about coyotes and I am the biggest animal lover you will ever meet and I feel so sad for them and I live in the valley still obviously I've sold my house I moved in with my boyfriend still in the valley, but I'm in the Hollywood Hills, but on the valley side. So I, our backyard is the woods. So we have six to seven, eight deer a day, which is so fun and awesome and cool. And we have a, you know, a fence yeah, and the dogs- And no white. Yeah, I do feel it. I thought that the other day, I wish birds would land on my hand. <laughs> However, I have never seen a coyote in my backyard. I have seen them in the neighborhood. I just know it's a real thing. So the dogs are not allowed outside by themselves. And this morning I made, I ordered some like breakfast, made coffee and I opened the door to let the dogs out. And I hear Alex yell to me from the other room, like go outside with them. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm going outside with them. It's fine. Like the door is open, whatever. And then maybe 15 to 20 minutes later, I'm sitting outside with the dogs so they can just be and get their sunshine in. And all of a sudden Gibson's barking like a psychopath and there's a mother effing coyote. I don't know. I showed you the photos, Katie, maybe 50 feet from me. Yeah. Not afraid of me. Uh -uh. I grabbed Gibson. Like I were like a a mama grabbing a baby, like grabbed him by his neck and grabbed Bowie, threw them inside. I went and grabbed the air horn. Alex is on like a work call. I can't disrupt him. I'm blowing his phone up. Like there's a, I'm shaking. I've, I feel bad. I could see it was skinny. It was definitely hungry. My dogs are not your food. It was Sorry. Looking like they were stacked though. Oh yeah. He was <laughs> like looking his lips and shit. I know it. Oh no. And so I went and got the air horn that we have. And we have like this wild flashlight. That thing did not give a flying fuck. He looked at me like, do you want to oh play? I'll get a little bit closer. I threw a rock, like not at him. Cause I can't throw that far, <laughs> but I was like, go away like screaming and he just stared at me for like 15-20 minutes he did not leave my property so then when I came over here Katie Katie gave me wolf urine
0: (laughs) yeah well I gave her wolf pee that's what you gotta do sprinkle sprinkle that around and then he'll just stay away well so my rage text is two coyotes this is your warning Get away from
1: my house. Back the fuck up. I support you eating in the wild. I understand that is your territory also. But when you see that motherfucking fence, you stay back. Yeah. No
0: No puppy food. No, thank you. No puppies for food. Anyway. No puppies for food. But
1: really, ever since Jen Atkin like posted that, yeah, it no. has raised so many flags for me that I need to be a lot more cautious. But day, broad daylight, coyote, well,
0: my dogs. But that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyway. that's my rage text.
0: Oh. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. Finally. I know. And thank you for letting me relive our emo days together. It I know. Lovely. I could do it all day long. When we'll be doing it for a whole day again We soon. absolutely will. All right. Well, until next time, everyone. I love you. And be kind to yourself. I love you too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode.